uh, there was a man who was just tired of everything. He, he didn't want to talk to people. He didn't want to listen to people. He was, he was just tired of people. So this guy joined a silent monastery. And so he, he gets there, and he's met by the chief priest. And the chief priest says, oh, you, you are more than welcome to, to come here, but, but here's the deal. You can only talk when we give you permission. So I have no problem with that. I don't want to talk anyway. And so he, he stays there uh, the, for a year. And on that first anniversary, he hadn't been allowed to say a word yet. And the chief priest said, uh, well, here's the deal. Uh, you get two words. He said, oh, okay. Um, well, he didn't say that. I'm sorry. He didn't. That would have been a really bad start. <laughs> now you only have one left. He, he, he thought hard about it because he had had a year. And he, he thought, um, hard bed. That's what he said, hard bed. The chief priest said, oh, we'll take care of that. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get you a comfortable bed. So another year passes, and he still hasn't got to talk, and gets to the second anniversary, and the chief priest says, you get two more. He didn't say anything. <laughs> he thought a year's worth of, of ideas and things to say, and he came up with uh, cold food. Okay, So the chief priest said, well, we'll take care of that too. We'll make sure your food is warm and, and your bed's comfortable. You're, you're good to go. Another year passes. He gets to the third year and third anniversary, and, uh, and he sits down, and the chief says, you get two more words. He said, I quit. So the, the chief priest thought for a second. He said, well, all you've ever done is complain since you got here anyway, so it's probably a good thing. Well, we don't put ourselves through that, but we, we do come to church a lot. And, and so the, the same question needs to be asked is, is, why are we doing this? Why do we come here, even if uh, the sermons aren't very good sometimes? Uh, sorry about that. It, 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 last week was really good, um, so I hope your bar, the bar's not too high. But, uh, you know, why do we give our money? Why do we serve the church? Uh, why do we do all these things? Uh, what's the point of church? And so maybe you've thought, well, maybe, maybe it's because uh, I, I'm seeking something bigger than myself. I've tried to, to be happy. I've tried to have this fulfilling life, and everything I do doesn't really seem to, to bring that happiness or that joy into my life. Or I hear, I hear what the truth is from, from Facebook and from magazines and if anyone reads magazines still, the internet and everything else, I hear what the truth is, but I want to really know what the truth is, so you come to church seeking the truth. Oh, or maybe it's just you're really lonely and, and you're seeking community. All those reasons are, are good reasons to be here, but ultimately, we're all here for the same reason, and that's one reason, it's because God, and I'm, I'm going to just throw the gospel out there now, God loves us. He created us, but we separated ourselves from Him. He didn't separate us. He he gave us an opportunity to have free will in his, in his love for us and wanted us to love him back, but we separated ourselves through sin. We disobeyed God, but in his great love, he sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, so we have this gift of life to be with him now and forever. So that is ultimately the reason we operate as a church. That's why we, we hopefully will all come to the same conclusion of that's why we're here. And so 2,000 years ago, Jesus died on the cross for us and and he came back to life proving that, that Satan couldn't beat us. Even our sin couldn't defeat us because Jesus is stronger. But now as the church, then we become the body of, of Jesus, and we live his mission. Uh, it's, he's living his mission through us then. And so we tell people about God's love. We tell people about Jesus' sacrifice. We tell people where they fall into this redemptive story. And so then how is Mount Pulaski Christian Church going about accomplishing this? Well, our mission happens to be the same mission as, as Jesus' mission. 
and it's what's in the Bible, and it's on our website. It says this, Mount Pulaski Christian Church exists to fulfill the two greatest commandments given by our Lord Jesus, loving God and loving people. We are called to fulfill our mandate from Jesus, reaching the world. We believe that these three commands are intertwined. In fact, we cannot love God without loving people, and we cannot love God or love God and people without reaching out to the world, both locally and globally. And so I'm just going to give you a heads up, your outline, your bulletin outline, you could answer every blank from what I just read on our mission statement. And so let's look directly then at the passage. The first passage that we get this from is in Mark 12, 28 to 30. It says, one of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Here's the command. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. And so because I'm reporting on the year 2017, I'd like to simply look at some things that I've seen as to how Mount Pulaski Christian Church has fulfilled this mission uh, from these texts and, and from our mission statement. But again, this is only my perspective. I've, I was only here two months in 2017, so I'm sure I missed quite a bit. Um, but this is what I've seen. First, Mount Pulaski Christian Church loves God with our heart. This is about putting Jesus at the center of our lives. Not just being a Sunday Christian, but, but living daily for God. See, it's when our, our affections and our desires, our pursuits, are in line with what Jesus wants. And so how did Mount Pulaski Christian Church live this out in 2017? And again, what I saw was two things, uh, community involvement and outreach. Now, the community involvement, there are things that you are involved in, that we, the congregation, are involved in that don't happen in this building. And then outreach, you invite people all the time. Like, I meet, I meet new people here almost every week, and a lot of it isn't that they are showing up, um, but someone's invited them from work or family or friends. That's great. That, Jesus had a heart for the lost, so when we do that, our heart's in line with his. Next, we love God with our soul. Soul is often referred to the, the physical life, and that threw me off because I always think you have your soul and you have your body, but it's, it's more than that. It's about everything together, full devotion, and so when we love God with our soul, it's, it's complete commitment, and so how did, the, how did the church do this last year? Well, this, this could have happened in many areas outside of the church. I get that. I can't see all of that. I can't know all of it. So all I can go off is, what did I see? And what I saw here was commitment through service. I've seen so much of it. And I say that that is the full commitment because service costs time. It costs energy. Sometimes coming here and doing the things that people do, they go home tired, and I know there's nothing left for, for them personally or maybe even for their families occasionally. Service costs money sometimes, even, even with a budget. When you serve and you give all that, well, it's just, just easier to, uh, to, to cover things on your own. And so I, I've seen it through ministry teams. We have a lot of ministry teams who are serving all the time, and then we have others who are they're just waiting for someone to tell them what to do. And that's, that's, what, our job, that's what we should be doing, um, but we're, we're on the right track, I think. We have a, a, a great foundation here. Uh, there are volunteers who set up these chairs uh, there are volunteers who, as you'll see at the end of the service, take these chairs down. People lock up the building. We have funeral dinners, which we've had five this year already, and I know that those, those ladies who are giving their time and energy have done this for a lot longer than this year. 
uh, our finance team. They, they come in and they write checks. They, they, make, uh, they spend time doing the things that really no one else really wants to do. Um, snow removal. Uh, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, people came in early in the morning and helped, uh, helped to clear the, the lot and the sidewalks and take care of that. This, this church loves God with their soul. There is a lot of full commitment here. Next, we love God with our mind. Now, this refers to uh, things like our ideas and, and what is the truth and our viewpoint and our perspective. Because the world says, follow your heart, but the Bible says the heart's deceptive. And so instead of following how I feel and doing things what, you know, the way that I think it should be done, I, I, I seek the truth. And I, and I see that that's happening. And in this church, how is it happening? through discipleship programs. So you can't just tell someone, hey, you, you need to follow God with your, with, with your mind and then not show them how to do that. And so we study the Bible. We go on, uh, on trips like CIY, Christ in Youth, took 39 students and 10 adults. The Passion Conference, uh, or a, t- a team just went to that. Uh, vacation Bible School for Kids. We are teaching our kids how to love God with their minds and how to live biblically. This is, this is great stuff here. Um, I just flipped, there we go. Sunday school uh, is growing. More people are, are attending and learning. There's the men's breakfast, there's small group, the if gathering started this year. All these opportunities to get connected um, and, and to love God more with our mind. And then last, we love God with our strength. And this refers to a lot of things, but it could be abilities, talents, physical powers, gifts. And that's why I've chosen this because it's so broad, but uh, there's a great opportunity here uh, to, to talk uh, specifically about our, our finances and our giving. And as much as it, doesn't really, it didn't really sound like a lot of fun, I really am looking forward to this because, um, because of one key thing going on here. And, and I'm not going to say it yet. I'm going to say it when we get to our favorite slide, my favorite slide in all this. Um, so this financial report was prepared by Dennis Wilhelm, but he's doing... Uh, what the Bible says in James 1.27 is real ministry. He's taking care of a widow right now. Dennis and a group of people are, are, are helping a, a widow who lost her husband this summer. They're helping her to move from one house to another and, and take care of some projects to, to be done to get to that point. And so uh, he told me, uh, don't, I don't need to try to answer questions. Um, I'm just not that smart. He knows that. So he said, just ask the finance team, Dennis, Mike, Marla, Susan, Greg, if you want their home phone numbers, I was given permission to, uh, to give those out. No, I'm just kidding. No one, no one said that. One person told me, but it wasn't, it wasn't anyone on this list. So, but if you do have any questions about the numbers of the report, uh, feel free to talk to the finance team. And then if you have questions about why we're spending money the way we are, or why we're doing this a certain way, that would be for the elders. And as Tracy said, the coffee with the elders is in the communication card. All right, let's go to the next slide. Um, You'll see here the 2017 general budget, expenses, variance, income, and the variance there. Now, the the large variance between the budget and the expenses uh, was mostly because of of one thing, and it was a mission trip that was not in the budget at the beginning of the year. However, the team covered the entire expenses of the trip, uh, plus a little more. Um, I'll talk more about that later, but I just want you to see that although our expenses exceeded our budget, our expenses did not exceed our income, so we still did live within our means as a church. Uh, next slide, you'll see that the general offering totaled 401773 and, and there uh, highlighted the missions team that went to Uganda that I mentioned raised 
$47,581.41, which covered the, the, entire, um, uh, the entire trip, which cost 46000 something. So, and then another thing uh, uh, that was highlighted here, the restricted gift trust income totaled 181978 That'll go towards personnel expenses, which allowed Mount Pulaski Christian Church to hire more staff, which was me, so thank you for that, uh, with the attempt to, to, uh, to grow the church and to reach people for Jesus. Okay, I keep going here. I'm going to make sure I'm on the same slide. Yep, okay. Uh, the 2017 general expenses. Uh, you'll notice on this slide, uh, the 88,717.88 went to missions. And that 47,481.41 was the amount that was paid for the missions trip and was covered by the, by the team and the money they raised. And then the rest of that amount uh, was uh, given out to different missionaries that we support. All right, keep going. Uh, the next two slides show a lot about where we were financially in 2017, as well as how we plan for 2018. And so notice that the budget was, was lower than the expenses, but the income exceeded both. So then for 2018, the budget is higher than both the 2017 budget or the 2017 expenses. But the reason for this is not just one thing, but, but many. See, the additional personnel is covered by the trust. Uh, it's included, so that's a large amount of it. So although it looks like the budget is going way up, the money is already there to cover much of the difference. Uh, the mission trip for 2018 is in this year's budget. So last year they, they budgeted, or they didn't budget, but they spent it so it looked like it was in our expenses. But then this year, we've budgeted for a large part of that trip, so it's included in this, but still the, the idea is that we'll raise that money. And then, and then last, a large donation was made to purchase windows for the office area in the basement in the other building, and that's in the 2018 budget, but the money has already been donated. Uh, the expenses have already been paid. So we just want to have a more accurate reflection of actually how much money is coming in and going out. Um, and I'll talk about the changes a little bit more later as well. Uh, next slide. Uh, this just explains the last slide. Um, so I'm not going to go into all the details, but there are copies of this report available uh, out on the table when you walk in. So you can look through all this as well. Okay. Uh, the 2017 mission expenses. These were all the missionaries we supported. Uh, I showed uh, the income of the missions trip. And also, this shows that the actual cost was 46, 684, 84, and then all those other, uh, all those other uh, names. Uh, those are the people that we sent money to throughout the year. Okay, this next slide is, uh, yeah, this is my favorite slide. If I only had to show one slide out of all of them, this this would have been the one. You're probably wishing I just just showed one slide, um, but uh, the reason being, this shows that that you are a very generous, generous congregation. Um, see, the actual need to pay the monthly building payment in, is this first bar, and it's 113522 So for the year of two, 2017, that was covered uh, through giving. So the congregation, you all gave that amount uh, to cover that. Now the additional lump sum, uh, principal payments of 95000 happened because you all even went further above and beyond. See, when, when, when we uh, took out the loan for this building, uh, we asked, the leaders asked that you would go above and beyond your general offering. And then, uh, and then you had the, the general and the building uh, offerings or giving. 
And then you went even further above and beyond that uh, to show how much you really are generous. And even if this wasn't the intention, it shows how much you love the church and you love God and you love the community. Uh, so this is a very positive slide here. $55,000 came in one day. Um, there, was gifts of, there was a gift of $20,000, of $10,000, and many others equaling uh, $10,000. So this is just taking the debt off of the, of the next generation. Uh, hopefully it would have never gone that far, but, but we're thinking ahead here, and, and we're making it easier on, on uh, the up-and-coming generations. Possibly could have been our kids if, if the congregation wasn't so generous. This next slide is a follow-up to the last one, and it's also positive. Um, it shows the, the income, so not what was paid, not the expense, but the actual income over the last seven years for the building. And knowing that 113522 is needed for the minimum payment, notice what happened over time. See, over the last six years, giving towards the building went down every year but one, and the minimum amount of the year was not met through giving in 2016. See, that's why I wish, I'm, I'm really glad I didn't come up here last year and say, well, we didn't even meet our payments, um, and we had to take it out of, out of savings. But I don't have to this year, because you'll see something happen big in 2017. Maybe there was a, a strong push for giving. Uh, maybe it was because some people were blessed financially. Or maybe it was because, maybe you weren't blessed financially, but you just made the sacrifice and gave more above and beyond. I don't know the answer, but what I can see is that um, $94,070.82 extra was given on top of that. So that, that's something to be very happy about, I think. Okay, so let's put it all together in this next slide, the general and building fund budget together. Uh, this one's the total amount budgeted for 2018, which divided would mean that our weekly need goes up from 7,492.92 to 7,757.55. But like I said before, some of the expenses had been covered uh, last year, but they weren't budgeted. So I can't say if the same gifts or uh, the same amount will be donated this year, um, but the higher budget is mostly just a reflection uh, to make this look more accurate. So the increase in the, in the budget from 2017 to 2018, most likely, or if things went the same way, will be completely covered, so there won't be an in increased need for weekly giving. Okay, the next one here, uh, I just wanted to show this slide and mention the number in the bottom right-hand corner. It's 394,885.37. That was the exact amount owed to pay off this building at the end of 2017. So you can see that the total cash assets have gone up over the last three years. See that yellow line there? Uh, it went from 183 to 176 to 393. And then the total liabilities has gone down over the last three years. That's the orange, orange line. It went from 660 down to 578 down to 394. That's, that's great. The church is, is better off financially. Over the last three years, just keep, it keeps getting better. But if you're like me, then you think, well, well, I'm doing some math here, and if we owe 394 and we have cash assets of 393 we only need $1,000, and we could just be debt-free and start over next week with our giving. Um, that's a, that, that would be nice, but you'll notice the restricted gifts, we can't do that. So there's, there's the remodel savings that has to go to the remodeling. There's uh, the restricted gift CD1, CD2, restricted savings. We can't touch that uh, only for what it, was, what it was designated for. But it does mean that we, we have as much 
in assets as we do in liabilities are very close. So pretty positive, I think. Um, and then the last slide here. Uh, I know you're going to be disappointed, but I am done with the financial report after this slide. Um, yeah, well, we, maybe I'll do this every time I preach. This is kind of fun. Uh, well, here's the last slide, though. It, um, it says, uh, I'm sorry, th- this slide here, this right here is the reason that we can trust our trustees, right? Uh, there's a reason that we call them the trustees. I don't know if that's it or not, but we can trust them um, because here's what they did. So the trustees started renegotiating the building loan early due to mortgage interest rates rising. A loan extension with the Farmers Bank was achieved on December 28, 2017. The loan was acquired at an interest rate of 4%. This is a 20% reduction from the previous loan interest rate of 5%. And so basically they acted early, knowing that the rates were going to be going up this year, and it saved us a lot of money. So we can pay more principal and not as much interest. So with the minimum payment made each month, and this is not going above and beyond in any way more than making our minimum payment, our loan would be paid off on December 28, 2023. So Mount Pulaski Christian Church has shown that they love God even in our finances. All right, let's, let's keep going here. All right, the next, um, the next way that I think that we've shown to love God, uh, and I didn't mention this in the outline, is we love God biblically. So Acts 2.42 says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Well, when you, when you come here on a Sunday morning, you will see those four things. We study, we study the Bible. We study the teachings of Jesus. We open our Bibles, which is all about Jesus, and, and we act like the apostles did. Uh, we have fellowship in this building, and, and I know we have it outside the building on a weekly basis as well. Uh, breaking of bread, which is communion, we do that every Sunday. And prayer, you will pray every time you come into this building, uh, into a service. Um, and so we are living out uh, the way to love God biblically, just like the early church did. And then how else do we fulfill our mission? Uh, from Mark 12, 1231, the second is like this, love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. Mount Pulaski Christian Church loves people. As the verse says, love your neighbor as yourself. Re- research shows that, that the more people that, that someone knows in the congregation... Uh, the less likely they are to become inactive or leave the church. A survey of 400 church dropouts were asked why they left their churches. I could think of a lot of reasons why people might leave the churches. We all have probably had some reasons why we could have left the church and felt justified. But to know that 75% actually comes from one reason in the survey, and it was this. It was, I didn't feel anyone cared whether I was there or not. Not they talked about money, or they always asked me to serve all the time, or I didn't like the, the, the music, or I didn't like the, the sermons. No, I didn't feel anyone cared whether I was there or not. And that's kind of hard to accept. See, for those who have been here a while, you're, you might be connected already, or you know people if you've lived in this community. Um, introducing ourselves can be kind of challenging. You know, sometimes I, I can, first time I see someone, it's easy, but if I see someone three or four weeks in a row and I, I missed out those first three weeks and like, well, now I feel embarrassed that I didn't introduce myself before or maybe they, knew, they know me and I don't know them. It's, it's really tough to do. Um, but we have to continue to show that we care and this is a good start to at least introduce ourselves and ask people how they're doing and things like that. Um, but being on the other side, um, because if, if you're relatively new here and you feel like, well, this is me, no one's talked to me, it's hard to be on the other side of it as well. 
Um, it, it really is because of those feelings. We all have insecurities here. Um, but if you introduce yourself, and if you try to get connected through a Sunday school class or come a little bit early, come to the, to the fellowship time, coffee and donuts, stay a little late, um, you'll get connected here because the church, if this is your first Sunday or if you've been coming for 50 years, the church is the same. It's, it's for you as much as it is for the person who's been coming 50 years. See, we can give all we want. We can give our money and serve, but we can't outgive God. And God didn't send Jesus just for me. He sent him for all of us. And so the church is for all of us here. In spite of the barriers and challenges, we continue forward. I see three ways that the church has loved people. Um, first, we are caring. My, my uh, first encounter with a guy that I met here, since I knew a lot of people, but I didn't know everyone, and this guy introduced himself, and he, he offered to uh, help me to move uh, from Athens to Mount Pulaski. He's in here right now. I'm trying not to make eye contact, but... Uh, <laughs> But I thought, you know, that's empty words right there. A lot of people will offer something, but who follows through? My second Sunday, uh, talking to this guy, he says, hey, you, uh, if, if you know when you're going to move, I'm going to take a day off of work so I can help you. Uh, are you kidding? Like, you're going to take a day off just to help me move? We, we'd, I've met you twice. It was either creepy or really nice. And, uh, and, and after that... Uh, I've learned that he's really nice because he followed through and he did it. So thank you for that. Um, Mount Pulaski Christian Church is caring. If you don't feel that the people are, I uh, hope you'll get to know more people because maybe you're just talking to the wrong people. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Everyone's pretty caring around here. Uh, Mount Pulaski Christian Church is compassionate. This last year, there, were, there was uh, some big challenges. A lot of people went through some hardships. A few went through major hardships. And, um, and the church came together. I wasn't even here yet, but I heard things uh, that people were doing for the families, and the church came together. Uh, you are caring, you are compassionate, and I, I, feel, I feel very blessed to be in this congregation because I know if something happens to my family, you're going to be right there alongside of me. And that, that means a lot. Mount Pulaski Christian Church is community-focused. Um, now, this isn't that we just always you know, go out on Sunday mornings or, or after church and do, do things, but... But we, we send people out. I mean, people go out on their own after hearing the message and worshiping. And so I thought of one example. Greg Moss uh, was a scout master for the Boy Scouts for 28 years. That's community focus right there. There are people here who are on, the, on school boards and uh, in, involved in things that we have, I have no idea. But we are trying to reach out uh, to this community, and that's a great thing. And last, how do we go about fulfilling our mission or Jesus' mission? And it's in Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And Jesus came, came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So last, Mount Pulaski Christian Church reaches the world. We reach out in two ways. We reach out locally. 11 baptisms in 2017, 15 new members in 2017. There are people who invite their friends and family, like I said. Uh, I saw that all the time. That is outreach. We're bringing people to know the truth about God and, and who he is and what he did through Jesus. And then we also reach out globally. And that's, that was uh, mentioned in some of the finances, but some of our money was spent on a mission trip. 
uh, to Uganda to take the gospel, like the command says. Then the, the missionary support, your, this, the money that we raise, we are using it to fulfill something that's so much bigger than ourselves that we don't always get to see. We don't have to see it to see that it's getting done. Uh, other members from this congregation, and I don't, I'm not going to name them because I don't know all of them, but I, I heard there were two or three other people here who have gone on mission trips to other places um, across the world. And so we love people. We, we love God, we love people, and we reach the world. Now, I know what I've seen so far. I know some of this stuff isn't new to anyone, and you've known that we've been doing this stuff for a long time. Um, but maybe this is new to, to some of you. And if so, I hope that uh, you just leave with an understanding of why we do what we do, that it isn't just our plan, that this is what Jesus asked us to do. See, the church is plan A in spreading the good news to the world. And I heard someone say, there's no plan B. That's it. If we don't do it, no one does. So we have a mission. Um, I'm happy to be a part of, uh, a part of this congregation uh, because I see that we are trying to fulfill the biblical commands that Jesus shared. And so how about you? Where do you fall in this? Now, if you've, if you've found a role or your role, and you know this is what I'm supposed to be doing to serve the body, do it. Keep, just keep going. But like any of us, we can grow. We can do more things. We might just need to do different things, or maybe our gifts aren't exactly where we're serving. Um, so here's what I would just say. If, if you don't know where you fall into uh, fulfilling this mission, and you want to, come and talk to me. You can talk to anyone. You don't have to talk to me, but I'm going to make that offer, and I'm going to say that I will have 50 meetings if it takes meeting with 50 different people to help you find your place. Uh, my email and my phone number, it's in the bulletin. Email me, call me, text me. I, I don't care, really. This is, this is very, very important stuff here. This is our mission. This was Jesus' mission, so we need to take it seriously. Um, and the reason I make this offer is not because... It just sounds fun to have a lot of meetings, although it does sound fun if it, if it, um, if it helps to accomplish the mission. Um, but I, I didn't do this on my own. I didn't find my role in service on my own. I've served in different ways, and I know many of you have served in different ways, and it seems like almost always it takes someone to talk with you because I'm not going to go and say, well, I, need to, I should be a teacher because I'm really good at teaching. No, it's going to take someone else probably to say, hey, you know what? You really have the gift of teaching. You should be teaching. You know, it just sounds too self-centered or arrogant if we do it the other way, but, um, but you, there are the, oppor- the opportunities are there, and I would be glad to help you if possible. So that next year, if I get uh, the opportunity to share this report again, 2018 will be even a better year to report on than 2017. Thank you. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much uh, for your love for us. Thank you for um, your sacrifice through Jesus and showing us that that you really do care. I also thank you for the resurrection, that, that we know you are uh, powerful. So an all-loving and all-powerful all God gives us a mission. I pray that we take that seriously, that we share your love with the world, and that, uh, that others come to know you um, be, because of what you did. Thank you for Jesus, and it's his name we pray. Amen.